Hey everybody, welcome back to the Work-Life Mindset Podcast. This is Chris and I'm very excited that you're joining me today. I'm really excited for this episode. I want to talk about what I believe to be one of the most powerful mindset tools that I've been able to implement um, in the last about year and a half and it has just changed my world and changed my mind all for the better. I'm really excited to share some of uh, what it's all about. And I mean, yeah, spoiler alert, here we go. (laughs) No spoil, it's just what it is. Uh, Morning routine. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about morning routines. Again, this is something that I believe if everybody took time to plan out and had somewhat of a powerful morning routine, this world would be just an incredibly different place because getting up in the morning is our one opportunity to really set our our path for the day and set our intention. And, you know, I could probably tell within the first five minutes of how I wake up how my day is going to go if I'm really paying attention to it. And so what we do in the morning is, you know, going to shape the whole day. So it's incredibly powerful to start paying attention to that. And the fun part is you get to play with this. Uh, Morning routines can vary and they probably should vary. A lot of people I get to work with find that maybe doing the same routine after a couple months gets a little stale. So you want to mix it up and that's great. I have really just immersed myself in the routines and habits of successful people and I've found all kinds of variations in morning routines, but I also found common threads and those common threads are things that I've really tried to always incorporate in my morning routine and it is just paying off in dividends. And here's how it kind of works, you know, if you've set yourself up the evening before, then your chances of winning the next day are optimal. So actually my morning routine always starts the night before. And here's why. Design is far more powerful than willpower. Okay, we can't just say we're going to get up and, or I'm sorry, you can't just like plan on getting up and not get up. That's kind of on willpower. You got to be intentional. And you do this by setting yourself up, setting your environment up the night before. Uh, You need to set yourself up for success if you're going to be successful. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail, right? Willpower is for people who are still uncertain what they want to do with their lives. Willpower reflects internal conflict and indecisiveness and kind of a lack of intentional design. So what I've got for you are like what I find are pretty essential parts of a morning routine that allow you to live every day of your life in a peak state of awareness and if you do these things every single day your life is going to quickly evolve and it's going to keep evolving the compound effect comes in and you're just going to start to really take off you're going to grow and transform uh, at really high speeds here and most of the world is living a repetitive and kind of predictable life and that's most people but you're going to be experiencing whole new worlds of growth on a regular basis if you can just get into and master and continue to play with your morning routine so how you know i think you know a great way to start your day with and you'll notice these are kind of more principle based rather than exactly how you do it uh, the behaviors and choices are up to you that's what's great about this but All these kind of applications are specific goals, um, or they're based on specific goals that you're pursuing, but the principle remains the same, right? First principle is early rise. I think for most people that should be at or before 5 a.m. If you're a parent, maybe even before. (laughs) Uh, If you're single and you don't go to work till later in the morning, maybe you can get up a little bit later. 
but I think what I always look for is to have somewhere from two, if not three hours of self-time. Three hours might be spoiling it. I even have a hard time getting that. But if you can get two hours of time to take care of yourself and do your routine before you have any other commitments, before the kids get up, before you got to be eating, before you got to be in a meeting, before you got to be anywhere, okay? Try to have two hours in the morning at best. If you can't do that, you can only get one, that's fine. But again, rise early, ideally at or before 5 a.m. First thing you want to do, the first thing I always do besides relieving myself in the morning is rehydrating, okay? The body loses so much water overnight just through breathing. So you are guaranteed to wake up dehydrated. Uh, some people say 20 ounces, some say 40 ounces. I got a pretty big Nalgene. It's probably in between there, maybe 36. And I just, I just start drinking. I chug probably, I can't do much more than 20 ounces in a chug. And that might be it until I go make some tea. But drink a bunch of water, okay? That's first thing. And then I go sit down. And the second, or I guess that'd be third, right? Rise early, super hydrate. Um, third principle is, is some kind of connection and this can and should happen maybe in silence. You know, this could be a thought, you know, a prayer, or it really could be meditation. It could also just be silence with yourself, right? I'd like meditation and this is just a way when you're really primed, your mind is primed early first thing in the morning, you just sit with your thoughts, you sit with silence and you just kind of see what comes there, right? I'm not going to dive into meditation, but I can tell you the benefits of having some kind of quiet meditation, prayer, silence in the morning is it allows you to really connect with some parts of your subconscious because your brain is still mildly almost in theta state, right? It's, it's just waking up. Uh, you're close to the dream state, and it's just a great way to kind of start your day off with calmness and see what's there. After this connection or meditation, I dive into visualization. Um, and with that, emotion's really powerful too. How this works, visualization, is you really just want to imagine your ideal future, and you want to generate all the emotions you experience in that future. You want to like fully experience the gratitude for all these future events that are going to happen. Um, and this is going to trigger your brain and your body to anticipate these future events. Um, you're actually going to attract what you are. It could be really powerful. We can do a whole nother episode on visualizations, perfect 10 days. But every day after I meditate, I sit there, I actually use a repetitive song I like, and I visualize my perfect day 10 years from now. I go through the motions from when I wake up till when I go to bed, who's there, what I'm doing, where I'm at, and I try to feel, I try to engage as many senses as I can. The floor I'm walking on, the smells I'm smelling, the food I'm tasting, and bringing in all the emotions with that. It's a really powerful exercise. Um, another element to a good morning routine is novelty and nutrition. Again, these are two things your brain needs to be optimal and to remain young and keep growing. Novelty and nutrition. A creativity is another really big part of this. You really want to put first things first, which means you're going to do your most creative and important work first thing in the morning. If you don't, you're never going to really know what true productivity means. You're going to dive right into what's important, sorry, what's urgent, and you're not going to hit what's important. Okay, and then another element, the final one I kind of have on my list here is courage. Every day you need to go do something different and outside of your current comfort zone. This is how we grow. Okay, 
Again, not going to go into the science of the brain and how we've evolved yet, but courage really is the starting point of all growth and evolution. We need courage to embrace the uncertainties of unpredictable outcomes and new behaviors that are definitely going to come up, okay? So a little bit deeper in, early rise. Waking up is not difficult for people who are driven by a mission or a purpose in life. Uh, if you have something important to wake up for, then you're not going to hit the snooze button. You want to wake up with a victory, okay? Get up and make your bed. If you get up and you hit the snooze button, that's a failure right away, okay? If you're one of these chronic snooze button peoples, like many I know, just set your alarm 30 minutes later. <laughs> if you know you're not gonna get up till 6.30, but you like to wake up at six, you hit the snooze three times, knock it off. That is just a really bad way to start out your day. You're not getting any better rest. I'm not even gonna tell you to wake up earlier. Just, you know, learn how to hear the alarm and get up and get out of bed again another great way to do that is put your phone or your alarm across the bedroom maybe in another room if you can the idea is you want to hear the alarm and have to physically get up and get moving out of bed to shut it off that's a great little tool and hack there um, you know people who know how to use their mornings get more done by noon than most people get done all week so again if you learn how to like build in this routine it shouldn't surprise you that you know, if you move the needle on an important project and you exercise, you read a book, you do all this stuff kind of in the morning, you're just going to be getting a ton done. So it's really, really powerful. Um, the hydrate stuff, again, it's, it's kind of about forcing functions, much like the alarm clock. Have some water nearby. Have it ready. Just build in that habit. As soon as you get out of bed, go in the other room, get a giant glass of water, super hydrate your body first thing in the, in the morning. Uh, it really re-energizes your body and your brain. It helps wake you up too. Hydration is really essential to a fully functioning brain. And again, it'll wake you up and get you more alert. Um, you know, after you kind of get your drink on, again, I like to go sit and meditate. I think that's just a big, big part. There's such an emphasis these days on just hustling and getting up and going and going. Um, but productivity, I have learned, it's not about doing a lot of things. Um, rather, it's kind of about making tangible progress. And progress is made by making the right moves at the right times, right? You're actually getting up earlier, so you're creating more time in your day. That doesn't mean you got to be jumping around and go, go, going. Um, meditation and sitting in silence is a great thing to do first thing in the morning when you're nice and primed and you're in a great spot for this, right? Um, when you're in meditation, you're going to get flashes of insight that are going to allow you to make better decisions. Your brain might kind of wander about the day. Um, there's this great ability to generate epiphanies. Um, and that's something you can really master in your life. And a great time for that is in the morning in silence and in thought. Again, your goal here being to connect with some kind of higher and best version of yourself than what you can presently imagine. Super, super powerful stuff. And then visualization, it's, you know, I don't know how I could put this. I got, I got, I got this good thing by Joe Dispenza. He's a doctor, really like reading his stuff. And, and here's a long kind of quote that he's got. According to research on mental rehearsal, which is visualization, once we immerse ourselves in that scene, changes begin to take place in our brain, right? So that's me talking about my perfect 10 day that I'm visualizing. So therefore, each time we do this, we're laying down new neurological tracks in that present moment that literally change our brain to look like the brain of our future. 
In other words, the brain starts to look like the future we want to create has already happened. We're tricking our brain. Okay, I'm off on and off quote here, sorry. <laughs> but again, uh, as Joe says, if we truly engage in this process with passion, uh, we might begin to emotionally experience our future thought through thought alone, right? Uh, we're gonna, sorry, we're gonna experience that whole future through thought alone. In fact, when we are feeling the emotions of our future, whether that's gratitude, joy, freedom, abundance, enthusiasm, love, and so on, the creative thoughts in our mind can become that experience. And as the body receives these chemical signals of these emotions, essentially the body is receiving the signal that the event has already occurred. Again, that's all by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's got some amazing books on this stuff. But there's truth. There's research on visualization that's found that like mentally rehearsing something um, is not enough to reliably create that experience in the future. You also need mental imagination and emotional stimulation in order for the visualization to rel be reliable and predictable. A lot of Asians in that one. Sorry about that. So, while you are envisioning the future you want to create, make an emotional experience with that. You really want to imagine what you feel like. When I'm doing my perfect 10 visualization, I'm any of those really deep moments, uh, events, things I'm doing in that day, I really bring on that emotion. I get I, my face, I get smiley in my visualizations, almost at the same points and stuff throughout the day. And I, I try to express deep gratitude for having those experiences that I know I'm going to be having 10 years from now. And this is all because you know, memories are really highly emotional. And you're body and your brain are chemically producing organisms. That's what they do. Neurons that fire together are going to wire together. And when you're visualizing, you're firing these neurons together. And when you regularly experience that kind of ideal emotion of your future, you're going to rewire your brain and retrain your biology. Um, really, literally, you can shift your identity and biology through this emotional visualization. It's super powerful stuff. And you know, thus your kind of state of being changes. You're going to change from one state to another. And then you're going to want to act from that place, that future state. And this is part of what we say is be, do, have, right? When you operate from the most powerful emotions of your future, you act with a lot more power and tension in your day. Anyway, I could go on forever on that. Let's just keep moving on down the list. Novelty and nutrition. These are two things your brain really needs to be optimal and also just to remain young. Um, this is just, you know, great things to do in the morning. And a novelty, novelty is just newness. It's doing something different. Uh, the brain doesn't do well doing the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, Oddly, it's designed to do that. It wants to go on autopilot. The brain is the most energy-sucking organ of your body. So just out of evolution, it wants to be on autopilot so it doesn't have to keep thinking. Um, but also, your brain loves making new connections and expanding. So in order for you to make these new connections, you need to do new things that are new every single day. Um, you know, one way I've, I have, I know this... This guy, Jim Quick, he's a big brain guru that I follow, really like him. One way he gets his brain to fire in a new way is when he gets up in the morning, he brushes his teeth with his left hand. And that actually literally fires different neurons on the right side of the brain, which aren't normally fired. So again, brush your teeth with your left hand. I don't do it consistently, but when I do do it, I can catch myself 
waking up. I mean, I can just like, well, wait, this just feels weird. And, you know, especially because it's the first thing I do. I wake up, go downstairs, go to the bathroom. I'm in there. I'm brushing my teeth. If I switch to my left hand, it's kind of amazing what kind of happens there, right? And again, novelty and newness are just essential to growth and to success in life. If you're not doing new things, then you're stuck in subconscious and unhealthy patterns. You're not evolving, right? And we want to keep moving. Nutrition, you know, this is just like your input determines your outlook. Your outlook determines your output. And your output determines your future, right? What comes in is what you're going to get out. Your nutrition is the quality of your environment. Okay, I'm not just talking food. I'm also talking places, people, information, and experience, okay? Your brain and your soul really need increasingly higher quality nutrition if you want to operate at a higher level, right? Um, you can't develop a six-pack if you continue to drink a six-pack and eat pizza every day. <laughs> if you want a different you, you need better nutrition, okay? And your brain's going to thank you for that. Your brain is... One way to say it is it's kind of like plastic and flexible. You can transform your brain, and therefore you can transform yourself. You just need to make better decisions to do that, okay? You want to design your brain intentionally, and we can do this through our actions every day. Uh, another key element of this is just to create something. Um, you know, you're not, we're not really rewarded in life for what we know. We are rewarded in life for what we create. And having creative aspects of your morning creative endeavor time is what i call it it just allows us to kind of take our my knowledge and experience from for you to take your knowledge and experience and do something with it if you find a creative outlet that allows you to build on some kind of body of work if you can be doing that early in the morning that's the most prime time to be doing so right um creativity is also it's it's highly personal and emotional um, good art is honest, <laughs> you know, and art can be anything. It can be a business you're growing. It can be something you're writing. It could be coding. Um, it just needs to be something that's personal to you, some kind of creative outlet. And yeah, this is just, again, really good to be done in the morning. And this is hard for people. Sometimes the creativity and or novelty are getting out of your comfort zone. There's kind of fear there. And it might be the hardest thing you do all day. And that's why your tendency is to put it off into the morning. But there's this great, sorry, to put it off until the evening, like you're going to procrastinate. Again, there is just this great quote by Mark Twain that is, if you eat a live frog first thing in the morning, nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. And that quote has really become a principle for many successful people. And the idea is simple. You put first things first. You want to do the hardest and most creative thing first thing in the morning. Uh, if you don't do your most important work first thing in the morning, you're probably just not going to get it done because the day is going to take over. You're going to begin to do what you do every day, and you're just going to be left with another day stuck in the same place as you were before. So do the hard thing first. Got it? Ideally, you should try to spend at least 90 minutes per morning working on some kind of creative product. I think that's pretty hard. I, I try to budget about 60 in my routine for my creative endeavor time. And um, again, this is like focused. You're not, your phone is not there. Your phone should probably still be on airplane mode or somewhere else. You shouldn't not have checked your emails or done any social media. You just kind of go from wake up, water, meditate, visualize, 
creative endeavor time, right? Got it? We good? Cool. Pretty sure that's all the elements. That's all I got on my stuff. And yeah, I hope this is really, really helpful. I just feel like morning routines are something that anybody else can really pick up and start doing it. And it can be small. I threw a lot at you here. I probably should have broken up this podcast in, in a little bit because I could go on for very long on each one of those elements. But if anything, start small. Key thing, start with a victory. Put your phone or your alarm clock away from your bed so you have to get up and start planning the night before when you're going to get up. Set an intention and then start off with a victory where you actually get up and you don't hit snooze. You just get up. Or maybe just an hour, baby steps, an hour before you usually get up and go sit down, drink some coffee, sit there with your thoughts. If you meditate and you know what, how to do, do that, do it. Sit down and meditate. Um, do something creative first thing. If all you do is get up and spend an hour without looking at your phone, at social media, at your emails, at the news, you are going to have a phenomenal day. And you do that every day, you're going to have a phenomenal week and a phenomenal month and then a phenomenal year. It's all going to kind of come to you, okay? So that's what I have for you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Have a beautiful day and we will see you later on on the next episode.